<sighs> I know. I know. So, um, it's been tough. I was supposed to upload this last week, but our country elected a racist, bigot, sexist monster to run our country. And it's taken me a little while longer to get out of the funk. Like, I was stuck. I was stuck for real. Um, I'm a black woman, and I'm often the only black person in white spaces. And when they allowed George Zimmerman to get away with killing Trayvon Martin, I viewed myself in this country a little differently. I realized that a white person could kill me, and it would be um, my memory versus their word. And their word is always going to win out, even when their word is wrong. So, like, for instance, a lot of times I will walk home from work. It's a five-mile walk. I work in downtown Chicago. And so, you know, for the first couple miles, I'm walking <clears throat> with or around white people. And after George Zimmerman got off, I started keeping my distance because they can feel threatened by my presence and push me onto the middle of traffic, car run me over, and they'll just go home and live happily ever after, right? And um, so now, dramatic maybe, like I could be just drama, all drama, I could be too much in my head, I admit that, but now that type of behavior has become um, legitimized, is that the word we want to use? Um, now the idea that because um, white people feel like their civil liberties are um, in jeopardy, that they should instead oppress people of color. They should instead oppress women. Um, and like, I dig that, you know, it was a Democratic-run White House, so of course Republicans are going to you know, rise to power now. I'm doing air quotes around power. I get the whole idea that the statistician and economist, and um, I've heard one historian say the same thing recently. I get that. But I also get that people are afraid. <laughs> and I'm one of those persons. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the space that I was in. And I, I couldn't bring myself to talk about TV movies um, and shows. And so... You know, I thought about this idea to talk about shows that just show us, remind us, remind black people, remind women of how dope we are. And that's what I wanted to talk about last week, but I just can't bring myself to do it. So that's what you're getting today. <laughs> Actually, it's a two for this week. You're going to get this one and you're going to get a super special episode tomorrow. But yeah, let's talk about TV shows and movies that remind us of how dope we are and in light of people who don't think we are, in light of people who think we're less than and we deserve less than and that we don't work as hard as them or that we're not as smart as them, even though we've built this country and we know we've built this country, they still want to act like that. They still want to be brand new. Go ahead. Do what you're going to do. But right now we're going to talk about these TV shows and we're going to talk about these movies that remind us of how dope we are. Is that cool? 
I hope it makes you feel better because it makes me feel a little bit better just to watch these movies, just to watch these shows, just to think about it um, and just to rejoice and just how amazing we are. All right. All right. Buckle in. Real quick, do anybody want to put money on which shows I'm going to pick? Like, I have a feeling you know which shows I'm going to pick. All right, forget it. Anyway, first one is... Are you rocking right now? Are you grooving? <laughs> it's really hard not to at least smile when you hear the opening thing for In Living Color. And peace to Heavy D for that. Um, so yeah, this is my first pick of the TV show that you should watch to make you feel happy about being black. Uh, In Living Color came to us in the year 1990 of our Lord. As we know, it's a sketch comedy put together by Keenan Ivory Wangs. We know that the Wangs siblings had a pivotal role in this show. We know that it was crazy diverse. Uh, Larry Wilmore, he has writing credits on 63 episodes. Rosie Perez, she directed 59 episodes. Paul Mooney, he has writing credits on 15 episodes. So these are like um, the torchbearers of comedy writing. And Rosie Perez, I mean, she's all the way ill. And her directing 59 episodes is definitely nothing to bat your eye at. <laughs> I mean, hello. Um, it's just not to mention like the comedians that we know and rock with today who had roles on In Living Color. Jamie Foxx, Kim Coles, Tommy Davidson, Chris Rock, David Allen Greer. Um, and the list goes on and on and on. It's safe to say that we have not seen anything like In Living Color since then. I mean, we've had other sketch comedies. We got, um, what was that? Mad TV, um, Saturday Night Live, you know, they keep it saltine. But I don't think any other show has had so much sauce as In Living Color. Turn it back on and dance some more to the intro. You can catch In Living Color on Hulu right now. And there are also a few episodes on Xfinity. So that was my first choice for the show to watch to make you feel dope about being a person of color. And my second one is a documentary. It's a slight detour from the comedy. Disclaimer. Uh, you might not go away feeling, uh, well, you might get mad at white people after watching this, but stick with me because I also feel like it's motivational, right? So the number two pick is the Black Panthers Vanguard for the Revolution. This is a PBS joint. Um, I had a chance to see it. What was it, last year? Year before last? I don't know. Y'all, I'm old. I can't keep up. It will be on PBS in February of 2017, but you can catch it tonight on YouTube if you want. I feel like I can't tell you where because that might be illegal, but it's on YouTube. But yo, check it. Uh, the Black Panther's Vanguard for the Revolution is written and directed by Brother Stanley Nelson. And this is a man who has dedicated his entire career to telling our stories. So if you're not familiar with his works, get familiar. Again, that's Mr. Stanley Nelson. Uh, what makes this documentary stand out from some of the others I've seen about the Black Panther Party is that I believe it's one of the most well-rounded because it takes care to demonstrate how women, Black women, were an integral part of the movement. And also, it it really details how the government systematically tore the movement down. And I don't think that I had seen that before prior to watching uh, BPV. 
They have some great interviews uh, with Kathleen Cleaver, Jamal Joseph, Erica Huggins. And the archival footage is just like, man, it's phenomenal. I mean, we get to see Huey Newton. We get to see Eldris Cleaver. We get to see Fred Hampton. And those are definitely images of civil rights heroes that we don't get to see every day. So, um, yeah, it makes you feel all warm inside. It makes you feel like organizing. It makes you feel like you should have been there. I mean, the dopest thing about the Black Panther Party is that it was about uplifting our community, right? Protecting our community. But of course, the history has changed that story. So that's why I think you should watch it. The Black Panthers, Vanguard of the Revolution. You can wait to February. You can catch it on YouTube, all right? So go watch that one. And then, number three. Everybody knows Living Single. Everybody knows Living Single Father Friends. In fact, let me find the quote. Here it is. Here's Queen Latifah on the Late Late Show with true, James Corden talking NBC. Was a jumping off point for another huge sitcom on NBC, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, Friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow. it, was, it was interesting because when Living Single came out, um, shortly thereafter, Warren Littlefield, who was president of NBC, NBC, they asked him if he could have any show on television, any of the new shows, which one would it be? And he said Living Single. It was in the newspaper. And the next thing you know, Here Comes Friends, which was an amazing show. And, yeah. and they did a great job with it. So, I mean, if you're going to rock it, that's the way to do it. You sure, know but I, mean? I know what you mean. It was six but people yeah. sharing apartments. Yep, in the city. In the city. life and yeah. life. And so, yeah. So, yeah, like, I can't recall ever seeing anybody other than a black person on this show. Right? I mean, we talk about how Friends didn't have any black people, but Living Single didn't have any white people. So, I mean, that's the perfect show to watch if you've been feeling the way that I've been feeling right now. And you can catch episodes of Living Single on Hulu. And a few of them will start, start airing again on TV One this weekend, I think. Um, you know, around Thanksgiving time, they're going to start rerunning the reruns again. So, Living Single, check, check, check it out and get your happies on, right? <laughs> All right. Last but not least, and certainly not the last of the movies by far, but these were just some of the few of my go-to movies that always just made me feel like, man, we were dope. Um, and I think that this one is basically talking about our current political climate, right? So anyway, this movie is Head of State. <laughs> Hold that thought. We have a caller from Detroit. Go ahead, caller. Hey, Mitch, Mitch. What you looking around for? It's Reggie, mother Where my money at, man? Don't come with that bullshit. You say I'm on TV. What about NATO? How do you feel about NATO? Should I never met NATO. Better? I never met NATO on under battle. I don't talk about people behind their back. NATO is the North Atlantic Treaty Organization. Oh, but you, oh, you didn't say that. I thought you were talking about, I know this guy named NATO, NATO Jacobs. But you, you have know. to know these things. If uh, you're running for public office. Do you know office, NATO Jacobs? I do you know NATO Jacobs? I know what NATO is. Sir. Do you know NATO Jacobs? Uh, I'm sorry, I haven't met the gentleman. That's I what I said. Did I say that? You don't know nothing about NATO? I don't know nothing about NATO. <laughs> now, stick with me. Head of State is the 2003 comedy written and directed by Chris Rock. So that alone makes, like, so we know that Chris Rock, he write and direct movies now, right? So it's, that's a hard feat in Hollywood these days. And they give, they give Chris Rock room to do it. And he always does pretty good by our community. So um, this was, I think, was one of the first ones that he put together. 
Um, but the movie is starring himself and the late great Bernie Mac. It's about a presidential candidate who dies, and then Chris Rock, he's chosen to take his place, and he chooses his cousin, played by Bernie Mac, as his running mate. So it's funny. I mean, Bernie Mac is hilarious. Is it one of the greatest comedy movies ever created? Nah. Is it funny? Absolutely. Is it black? I mean, you heard the clip. Of course it is. So if you've never watched it, go ahead. Um, it's on Xfinity. I think you can watch it on demand. So watch How to Stay and just think about, like, if we rule the world <laughs> and we had a second, another chance to nominate a black candidate. If Barack was able to be Barack, the Barack we want him to be, it would probably look a lot like this movie, right? Uh, so yeah, that's all I got for you right now. Of course, there is a long list of other TV shows and movies for us and about us. We talk about them all the time on this show. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm always talking about black movies and TV shows, but these are just a few I wanted to highlight that will hopefully get you out the funk. All right. So if you're hanging out today, recovering, here are just a few of the shows to get you started. Um, like I said, you get a two for this, this week. Uh, Dave Chappelle and Tribe, they tore up Saturday Night Live last weekend. The album dropped. The album is crazy. So I'm going to talk about that one um, next. And I think I'm going to have a pick for you as well. I saw this TV show that I'm digging and I kind of want to talk about it. So I'll probably talk about that too. So yeah, until um, in a few hours, <laughs> take care of each other. Peace. Princess TV, Marvin Gaye, Led Zeppelin, and Biggie. And when the evening is over, love, gonna find a nice spot for the rover, love. Do things to make the man in the moon blush. My mind race, but I tell my waist, don't rush. Use the upper echelon piece, so when you find it's a stance, then you don't freak. You wanna nibble on it.